And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another game day preview edition here of the Mouse Steel Podcast. Where, of course, you're truly Charles Proud Richie. I know a lot of people were wondering what happened to me uh, last weekend. I mean, last week when the Steelers took on the Ravens on Wednesday in Heinz Field. I apologize for that. Um... Had some other priorities I was uh, catching up on, but I uh, just want to just uh, say glad to be back here and uh, getting ready for the Week 13 matchup that is finally upon us right now. It is the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Washington football team uh, going in today in Week number 13. And the Steelers will look to edge a little closer to clinching the AFC North as well as clinching up a playoff berth today, believe it or not. And I'll explain how that could be uh, done here in just a few seconds. Because uh, one of the scenarios that was uh, that was written uh, heading into uh, Sunday's uh, games uh, by uh, various sources, including the Sporting News, uh, the Steelers would either need to have won their game versus the Washington football team or either have either of the Indianapolis Colts, Miami Dolphins, or Las Vegas Raiders lose one of their games since that did not happen, uh, their playoff uh, scenario uh, remains on hold uh, for the time being right now. And uh, they are right now looking to take care of action right now. Uh, Browns won impressively against the Tennessee Titans, which I did not see coming. Almost a uh, blow. I want to say it was a 24-point lead in that game. They ended up winning that game by uh, six points yesterday in Tennessee. The Browns are really getting hot right now. No more of the pushover Browns, as you can see right now, as evident by that football club, by Kevin Stefanski right there. And what he has been able to do, he's been pushing the right buttons, I think, if you ask me. And for this team, getting this team to really buy into one another and have confidence and rally around each other. So you look at today's uh, contest right now, a lot of great stories right here. I mean, you look at a coach like Rob Rivera, who dealt with cellular uh, cancer this year. And then, of course, you look at a guy like Alex Smith, who has a leg operated on uh, quite a few number of times uh, since uh, hurting his leg uh, two years ago, back in 2018, when he was the initial starter and quarterback, uh, which was at the for the Redskins at the time, which is now the Washington football team, when you look back in his career right there. And ironically, when he did get his leg hurt, when it got broke, it was like about the same date as uh, Joel uh, Theismann's uh, injury, I mean, back on that time, when you look at it. And uh, right there, I mean, so it was just uh, really interesting uh, what happened on that day. It was definitely surely a game to forget right there. Forget forget right there for uh, Alex Smith, who, by the way, uh, that day when he uh, got it hurt, it was against the Houston Texans right there. Uh, back on uh, November 18th. And like I said, ironically, 
the same anniversary as when uh, Joe Theismann had his hurt back in 1985 to Lawrence Taylor in the New York uh, Giants back on Monday Night Football game. That was in Washington uh, in that game. And you had, I want to say, uh, the guys who were doing the call for that game was uh, Frank Gifford and O.J. Simpson on that call right there. Uh, back against that Giants game. Yeah, so it was November 18th, 1985. And you see uh, how much adversity this team has had to overcome. I mean, listen, I mean, this is a team who really is rallying around each other right now and uh, trying to do a lot uh, to support everyone. I mean, you have a coach like a guy like Ron Rivera right now, uh, like I said, who's uh, been around this league for a long time. He's been head coach since uh, 2011, uh, dating back to Carolina uh, Panthers here. But when you look at a guy like uh, Rivera, too, when he's come over to this uh, franchise, I mean, the all-around respect and like honor and pride that he brought with uh, to the table here. I mean, when you look at, I mean, this guy who right now is in his 17th year as a head coach right here uh, for this uh, team here. I mean, you just look at everything that uh, he's had to endure right here. I mean, you, you talk back to a simple thing right here for this franchise who's had a controversial name uh, back in the summer when a lot of people were starting to threaten to pull out like uh, forcing to change the name, we're going to start dropping sponsors right there. I think Ron Rivera, along with Daniel Schneider right there, the owner of the Washington football team, I mean, finally just had to realize, you know what, it just wasn't good to keep doing business uh, this way anymore. It was obviously an utterly disdained name for a lot of people for so long. But, I mean, you look at it right here, I mean, with Ron Rivera, I mean, what he's been able to do here overall as a head coach here, I mean, take a look at everything that, you know, just um, the pride and honor he's brought. I mean, the, the only problem is if the Giants do win today uh, versus the Steelers here, uh, I mean, the Washington football team, if they win, happen to win this game today, they'll only be uh, tied with the New York uh, Giants right there, with the Giants who, by the way, own the tiebreaker over the Washington football team in the NFC East division. They swept them in both their head-to-head -head, uh, matchups right now. So one would think that you know, it's, it's going to probably come down to either the Giants or the Washington football team, probably the Giants, if uh, if it were a safe bet. I mean, each team is 3-2 and two in their division right now. And you look at the Washington football team's uh, remaining schedule here, uh, aside from the Steelers right now uh, coming out of this game. I mean, when you look at everything uh, considered, they got they got to be on the road against San Francisco uh, back on the 13th, which would be an interesting battle right there. Both teams are uh, fighting for playoff uh, lives right now. 49ers, which, by the way, they'll be uh, playing uh, tonight here against the Buffalo Bills. They'll be hosting Buffalo in in Arizona, not Santa Clara, because uh, due to state legislation right there, due to the coronavirus uh, concerns, uh, they're not having allowing any uh, sports activity or any events uh, being held in front of their stadiums right now. Uh, so that's going to be another interesting uh, matchup right there. I mean, you got two teams right there who's battling for their playoff lives. Uh, Niners got a chance, got a chance to go at six and six right there. 
And then you got the Buffalo Bills right now, who's going to be uh, playing uh, the Niners. I mean, going into this uh, game with uh, three losses in that. And you look at everything right there from that perspective here. And the uh, Buffalo Bills right now seem to just about on the verge of uh, clinching their first AFC East title. But you still got the Miami Dolphins, who is uh, right behind them right now. And the Buffalo Bills, uh, looking at their full schedule right now. I mean, so far throughout the season, they already got a head-to-head victory over the Miami uh, Dolphins here. And won't be facing them again until the final week of the season. But you got a team like the Bills right now who's looking to clinch their first division since 1995. Uh, with last time that was done was uh, Jim Kelly and Marv Levy were together. And uh, so far for the, the moment here, they're unbeaten in their divisional play. So, I mean, uh, that game, uh, I'm not sure like how much significance it will have on them. But you better believe uh, for right now that... If they ever lose this game, I mean, they'll be playing a little bit more of a chip on their shoulder, uh, which would mean the Steelers would need to take care of business today, first and foremost, against Washington. Uh, more so, not just because you're trying to clinch a playoff spot for the first time in three years, but also another thing is, too, uh, you're, you're also trying to get a step closer to clinching your AFC North division, which was also, by the way, the last time three years ago. The majority of the times the Steelers have been in the playoffs, it has been courtesy by winning their uh, division. And it's uh, very rare that they get help trying to get in as a wild card. We've seen a lot of times before in the past where they would usually uh, get some help if that were to happen. And you look at everything uh, from that uh, perspective there. And uh, look at all those uh, teams right there in the past. Uh, it's it's been real interesting uh, for this uh, franchise, the story franchise, Pittsburgh Steelers here, who, by the way, just uh, do a lot. I mean, for this. So, here's a deal we gotta look at right here today, right now. Uh, we're gonna see if the Steelers right now could avoid having the drop passes that they had uh, versus the Ravens. I mean. That, that's going to be a real interesting uh, key, in my opinion, because I, I really think when people look at this, uh, you know, when you look at a team who right now is 11-0, I mean, like they always said, the only thing that's perfect about them is their record. Like guys like Mike Tomlin and everyone else would echo in on this team. I mean, which is uh, grandly uh, true here. But at the same time, too, I mean, listen, I mean... A lot of people already knew this would be a tight race going in. I mean, nothing was going to be handed to them. And you really had to earn everything that you had. I mean, basically, I mean, going into this uh, matchup here. And it, it, I really feel like you, you're feeling the pressure. I mean, everyone follows going to be the Ravens, which they could still make a surprise. They're out of division uh, contention right now. But at the same time, too, when you look at a team uh, like the Ravens here, by the way, uh, when, when you look at everything that has been uh, going on here uh, with everything, I mean, basically uh, for that, 
So the Steelers, they, they made the wild card six times of their 31 playoff appearances. They're looking to get their 32nd playoff appearance wrapped up uh, today, by the way. And if the Steelers are able to uh, wrap up uh, their uh, 32nd uh, playoff uh, berth uh, for the years in the playoffs, they'll be uh, tied with New York Giants for the time being for third most playoff appearances. Giants are looking to get their uh, 33rd playoff appearance, while the Packers are looking to set the record for playoff appearances with 34. Uh, once again, you guys can follow me on social media. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Project Richie. Uh, for the Man of Steel podcast on Twitter, it is simply at Man of Steel CJR and at Man of Steel Nation on Instagram as we look at uh, right now for this time being right now. Uh, if you guys ever want, just feel free to come by and check out the page. Uh, feel free right now. A lot of things at stake. So let's get some other um, headlines going to this uh, game right now aside from that. So like I said, uh, Alex Smith right now, uh, remember... I mean, this guy who's had his, uh, I mean, look at everything, I mean, coming off, I mean, he had to wear a, an external fixation for nearly a year. He was placed on the team's uh, physically unable to form list uh, last season, and it, it was, like, so intense right there. And uh, when you look at all, like, uh, the surgeries right here, too, I mean, right now, Smith, uh, he developed a life-threatening uh, disease, I think, to like his uh, in his leg, which required require uh, undergo seventeen surgeries, including eight uh, debridements across four separate hospital stays over a period of nine months. Seventeen surgeries. Just just let that sink in for a second. I mean, versus a guy like Joe Theismann when he got his leg injury back in nineteen eighty five. Never heard from the guy again. I definitely do feel like Alex Smith right here. I mean, he is a walking miracle of God when you look at this guy. A great story. And I think, by the way, if you have Comeback Player of the Year uh, served up uh, for the NFL Awards the weekend of the Super Bowl, I think you have to kind of give it to Alex Smith. I mean, listen, you got a guy like Ben Rosper who's coming back off a throwing elbow. But for this guy to even be alive, it almost cost him his life how severe uh, this injury was and all the surgeries he had to go through and to still be able to resume uh, training for football and then given the opportunity to. Uh, and Ron Rivera has always left the door open for this guy, uh, even throughout the offseason, uh, for him to work his way back into the starting rotation. And here he is, Alex Smith. I mean, that guy deserves a, a well badge of respect here. You cannot deny what this guy has done here. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible for the former number one overall pick out of Utah back in 2005. And you look uh, back uh, when he made his uh, first uh, career uh, comeback since breaking that leg injury. His very first game uh, back this year, uh, starting-wise, uh, was back on November 15th against the Detroit Lions. And uh, it was just uh, incredible to watch. I mean, I mean, I mean, his second start. I mean, he's 2-1 as a starter this year. And 
and also combined with uh, coming off the bench, I mean, uh, this guy uh, for this season, yeah, alone, I mean, you look at everything. I mean, his touchdown interception ratio is a little down, but that's okay. I mean, this guy, I mean, considering everything that he's went through, so far he's passed for 1,067 uh, yards with three touchdowns of five interceptions. And uh, so far, right now, he has been sacked uh, 15 uh, times this season. So, right now, but I mean, this guy is the miracle and what it's all about right now. And we'll see what this guy is able to do right here. I mean, with this Washington franchise. I mean, you have a lot of people, I mean, aside from all the controversies with this franchise, you've got some pretty darn good uh, characters on here that really mean a lot to, like, the mind, body, heart, and soul of a man and a, and a person. And the scary thing is, though, is, too, we're starting to see a lot more leg injuries more uh, frequently these days. I mean, you look at guys like Dak Prescott recently uh, hurt his leg and there was one other guy I can't think of his name right now but uh, my only thing is right now for the league is what, what are you going to do to protect these players on injuries going forward here so uh, here's here's the bottom line too so let's go ahead and get into the matchup right now with the Steelers and the Washington football team uh, right now uh, Ben Rosberger he has most of his career victories versus uh, first-round draft picks. The most victories of any. He's got 78 wins and 43 losses, uh, winning about nearly 65% of his wins versus first-round quarterbacks. That includes regular season and playoffs. The second-most career victories is versus second-rounders uh, with 28 victories, 9 losses. Then he got 6 rounds, 19, 11, and 1. Undrafted uh, free agents, 13 and 3. Uh, then third round quarterbacks, uh, ten and eight, S seventh round nine and two, fourth round six and three, fifth round four and zero, oh, and ninth one zero. Oh. So he's got the most uh, victories right here, too. By the way, and also as far as like versus number one overall picks, he's got the second most uh, career victories uh, versus Alex Smith. He has five one lifetime versus Alex Smith. Remember the lone playoff appearance that they uh, had versus each other was back in 2016 in the divisional round in Kansas City, which Steelers did go on to face the New England Patriots, only to come up uh, shy going to Super Bowl 51 in that contest, uh, that game. But when you look at that game, I mean, that game was mostly scored by field goals, and I think they had, like, one touchdown uh, late in that game, uh, finally able to break through. But you look at everything in there. I mean, that was a team right there. I mean, that was rolling. I mean, that season... After uh, being a game under 500 at one point, and nearly was almost in doubt they were going to resume game back to the postseason. I mean, the division race, just mainly because of the Steelers and the Ravens, uh, not so much the Bengals. The Bengals were already starting to decline, but you can kind of make an argument for them in a way. But, I mean, uh, that was it right there. And that's where we look at, I mean, with this team here. So, I, I really do feel like right now, uh, the Steelers, uh, you don't want to get caught up uh, slipping right here. Uh, and uh, here's for the, like some of the notes uh, going into this game. Uh, Steelers spokes spokesman uh, Burt Lawton uh, said that Chris Boswell has been downgraded to doubtful for Monday's game. First Washington football team. And uh, earlier in the week, 
according to Steelers reporter Missy Matthews, the Steelers, they signed kicker Matthew Wright to the practice squad on Monday. So uh, Matthew Wright, let's go ahead and get a look at him right now, uh, who's uh, coming into the situation, quite possibly uh, kicking for Boswell. Uh, we'll see how this guy is able to do right now. Uh, Matthew Wright, by the way, uh, he's had no uh, kicking experience, uh, to my knowledge here, uh, from what I could tell. But, yeah, look at the things right now, I mean, with this team here, and see what is going to happen uh, for the time being. And we'll see if we got anything. And uh, right now, we just uh, learned the inactives for Week 13 versus Washington football team. The Steelers will be without uh, five, I mean, without six players. So Chris Boswell, he is being rolled out today. Uh, Matt Wright, we'll see what he has got today uh, coming into this uh, contest. Uh, right now, going to be uh, making his debut here uh, for this game. And see what he's able to do uh, for this game going into it. Uh, Matthew Wright, by the way, just give a little bit more uh, background on him. Who's uh, come from the university? Let's see. Uh, UCF Knight School uh, history right now. So University UCF right now. Uh, this guy has a career field goal percentage uh, back in college uh, of 77.5%. Uh, and he is uh, about 98.5% as far as extra point attempt percentage right now so he has a career 210 for 213 as far as uh, field goal kicks go uh, that's the information I got me uh, for right now and we'll see what this uh, kid is able to do uh, for today so here are the six inactives for today's game the Steelers will be out quarterback Joshua Dobbs uh, Chris Boswell as you just heard uh, then you also got starting uh, quarterback uh, going into this game too who was a uh, on the injury report right now uh, this week uh, as we uh, looked at it I'm talking about none other than uh, right cornerback Steven Nelson he's dealing with a knee injury uh, he was downgraded to doubtful so he is ruled out uh, for today's uh, contest along with uh, defense tackle uh, Carlos uh, Davis offense tackle Durham Gray and tight end Kevin Radar. As for the rest of the Steelers' uh, injury report going into this game, you also had question marks as far as like Ben Rosper, who's dealing uh, with a non injury related, but then later in the week it got added to a knee injury. So he was, uh, he, got, he got marked with a knee injury, but he's uh, good to go for today's uh, game, so he will not be missing anything. So once again, the Steelers and access for today is quarterback Joshua Dobbs, kicker Chris Boswell, and then you got right cornerback Steven Nelson, defense tackle Carlos Davis, off tackle Derwin Gray, and tight end Kevin Rader here as we look at. Now as for the Washington football team, they're in access uh, for today's uh, game. They're going to be without... Uh, Wide receiver, Robert Foster. Uh, safety, Cole Luke. Defensive end, uh, who was also on the injury report. He's a backup. He was questionable with a knee injury. Ryan Anderson, he is not going to be playing uh, today. Then you also got uh, right now here to uh, Jordan 
Kunzik, I want to say. I didn't get a chance to look up his name, so please excuse me. Inside linebacker, uh, he is ruled out for today's game. And then wide receiver, Jeff uh, Baddett here. Uh, take a look on these guys real quick. Right now as we uh, look at it, let's see what they're able to do uh, for this contest uh, for today's uh, game as we look at here. So let's uh, continue to look at that a little bit more uh, further. Take a look at that a little bit more closely here uh, for today's uh, contest. From that, uh, T.J. Watt, as you know, with the injury of the Bud Dupree right there, who tore his ACL last week, he's out for season-ending surgery. <laughs> now, I'll be real interested right now because I, I would like to think that the Steelers may have a chance at probably re-signing uh, Bud Dupree on a one-year prove-it deal. Uh, we'll see about that. But T.J. Watt, as far as regards to Bud Dupree, I miss Bud already. It's been weird already with short week here. Just not having around and more than anything as a friend he's always putting others in front of him and it's contagious he makes you want to be a better person and a better football player so there you have it right there uh also some other notes too ben rosberger uh career five and one versus alex smith looking to get a six victory versus him today undefeated at home uh versus uh alex smith in that uh contest here uh he, he hasn't lost a game to him um, uh, yet the only time he has lost a game to Alex Smith was back uh, nine years ago on Monday Night Football about this time in San Francisco versus the 49ers. But I got to tell you, though, I mean, uh, right now, a lot of people when we're looking at uh, this football team with the Steelers. I mean, right now, I mean, trying to see the playmaking ability that Bud Dupree has brought to this team here. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, I've been talking with, I mean, definitely feel like He's kind of like the equivalent of losing Ryan Shazier a few years ago. And, I mean, you look at everything that this guy's been able to do on here. I mean, going on, I think just what he does as far as, like, on quarterback uh, hits right now. But Dupree has a third most, I mean, behind uh, TJ Watt. But still, I mean, look, look, everything combined that he's been playing for. I mean, it's just a sad reminder what guys do if you get hurt and you're playing on that franchise tag i mean you pretty much feel like you're a uh, cold shoulder a little bit in a way uh not having that guaranteed money and uh that's all there's just a lot of like uh funny things uh players do not like and some of the restrictions on here but let, let's go ahead and get uh right into it uh right now also the steelers uh playoff clinching scenarios as far as i know uh, the way they could wrap up the AFC North, you pick up a win today, you maintain a three-game lead over the Browns. If the Browns uh, go on to lose next week, uh, their next matchup is to the Baltimore Ravens right now. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, uh, for the most part, uh, in the AFC North, their divisional record 
it is two and two. They they go two and three, they're done. So the Steelers will wrap up the AFC North will win today, and the Browns lost to the Ravens. Uh, Steelers will be AFC North Division champions uh, next weekend. Uh, should the game doesn't get uh, repostponed or anything, but for right now, so again the wrap up the AFC North. Steelers win today, and the Browns lost to the Ravens next Sunday. Uh, playoff berth. Uh, Steelers could handle that themselves today by winning today versus Washington football team. Other scenarios, if for some reason if that doesn't happen, uh, you could have losses by ears of the Raiders to the Colts. Uh, Steelers' magic number over the Raiders is one game right now. And you look at uh, them versus the Raiders going to this game. They have five-game lead on them. I mean, going into that, so... They, they would just need either a win or a Raiders loss. Uh, Raiders beat the Jets on a miraculous uh, last touchdown play by uh, Derek Carr from his receiver. They uh, stole that one from the Jets, who are still winless, by the way, uh, for the season. And the Jets, they are 0-12. And then uh, also, if the Colts lose to the Raiders. Uh, so the Steelers will clinch the AFC conference record over the Indianapolis uh, Colts right now. And basically, just to give you a heads up uh, how those tie-breaking scenarios uh, work right now, more specifically uh, with the Indianapolis Colts, in case anyone is wondering right there, uh, this is how that will work. Steelers are currently 8-0 right there. Today, obviously, is a non-conference game, but they lose that game. They will drop to 4-5 and in that, and the Steelers can only lose no more. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, four games, and the Steelers are eight and zero in the in the AFC, while the Colts are four and four at that point right now. So if the Colts lose to uh, so the Raiders, Steelers get in that way. So either way, uh, you, you'd be in uh, if they, they don't win today. So let's go ahead and get right get ready to our keys to the game. Key number one for today's game: Steelers defensive line versus the Washingtons. Offensive line, Washington was 32nd and only allowing opposing defenses to stuff them at the line of scourge at 13.3%. Uh, when you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, on the other hand, too, I mean, when being stuffed at the line of scrimmage right now, and this is according to football out, out, outsiders here, where I got that stat from, and basically when you look at right here, Steelers have been stuffed about 17% of the time, which is the 20th uh, most here. Or, I mean, at the end of the day. So, I mean, they're, they're doing okay in that bear, but the Washington football team seems to do a lot more better uh, for opening up for their running games. So that's going to be key number one right there. Uh, key, and then, which also leads me to the Steelers are second on defense in stuff percentage. Right now, when you flip it on the opposite side of the coin uh, for that regard. And I want to say the Eagles are number one in that area for right now. So that's going to be key number one. The Steelers defensive line versus Washington offensive line. Washington football team rarely gets stuffed at the line of scrimmage. So that would be very key for today's uh, matchup. My key number two for today's matchup. Containing stars, wide receiver Terry McLaurin and running back DJ McKissick whom both are in the top uh, 32 as far as yards after catch. 
Uh, McLaurin is within the top eight at 426. And then you got um, McKissick at 332 yards, uh, which is in the teens. I want to say 15 for 18th in that area. So Katane, uh both those guys would definitely uh, be key right there. As you can see, especially with a guy like McKissick, who's real good at catching out of the backfield. 332 yards at the after the catch, while McLaurin for the wide receiver uh, for this year has 426. Key number three, Steelers special teams. Uh, I think one of the guys who really kept this game a lot close, rarely making a mistake, but it's expected, I guess, when you have a rookie in there, you're going to go for your growing pains. Ray Ray McLeod, he's going to be my third key for today's game. Because right now, the Steelers, they're third and punt returns uh, for 235 yards. First and punt return average at 12.4. And when you look at the Washington football team, their uh, defense on special against the uh, defending against uh, the punt returns they're 17th in that area so they definitely get uh give up a lot of yards right there they're usually giving up about five points to get yards per return on punt returns and then last but not least be efficient in the red zone right now the Steelers currently are 26 for 40 on the year at 65 percent versus Washington uh, defense here going into this uh contest I really feel like that's going to be uh, some real uh, interesting uh, key for this uh, team right here as we uh, look at it and see how they're going to be able to do stuff. Because uh, one of the guys, too, to be concerned with, too, is like Deontay Johnson. Yeah, he has the second most receiving yards behind Chase Claypool, but he also leads the team in drops. So, I mean, to help out the red zone, I mean, in that uh, category... Uh, as far as in that uh, scoring, I think you definitely got to be a lot more uh, careful in that. So those are going to be my keys to the game right there. And I want to just say thank you for those of you tuning in to this edition here of the Metal Steel Podcast. Definitely catch me at Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, we'll be looking to return back to 6.30 p.m. Central Time uh, coming up in due time here. So, again, let's go ahead and get this win. Uh, win this game. The Steelers will be in the playoffs. And then... Just Nia Brown's loss to the Ravens. They'll wrap up the AFC North next Sunday. And that doesn't, if they don't win today, your Colts or Raiders loss puts them in the playoffs regardless. So once again, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Praj Ritchie. Massiel Podcast on Twitter at Massiel Sejera at Massiel Nation on Instagram. As always, leave you. Don't be trolling, be rolling. Here we go, Sirius. Here we go. I got it. <laughs>